Are you looking for simplified ways to grow your business? Do you struggle with knowing where to focus your energy for the best return? Or are you loving your business success and looking for ways to stay ahead of the pack through innovation and inspiration? If you've answered yes, keep listening. Hi, I'm Amita from Holistic Vision and the podcast host of Simple Marketing Solutions. As a business owner for the past 15 years, I understand that we wear multiple hats. Often it can feel like they're all at the same time. Occasionally this can lead to feelings of overwhelm and stress, of being reactive instead of proactive. However, when you're equipped with the right business strategies, marketing insights and mindset tips, it can lead to a sense of true accomplishment, giving you the confidence to continue to grow your skills Plus, there's real power in the fact that you're creating a lifestyle that you love whilst going out there and helping others. If you're ready for a successful 2023, it starts now. Take action, my friend, and download the free annual planning template for business success today at holisticvision.com.au forward slash annual plan. Hello and welcome to today's episode where we dive deep into understanding how a SWOT analysis and what a SWOT analysis is and how this can benefit your service-based business. Now, I'm sure that you've heard the term SWOT analysis and, you know, Let's just stop for a second and talk about what a SWOT analysis is, because it might be a phrase that you've heard and and then you may not be fully aware or understand it or have used it with regards to a business setting. So SWOT stands for your strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. And when we get into business, this is an important part of getting to know your business at a deeper level. And this is an analysis that should be done on a regular basis, at least every six months, if not six, then 12 months. So at least once a year is my minimum recommendation. It's a tool that can help you to understand the importance of where your business fits into the bigger scheme of things And it also helps you to identify those areas that you can start working on to improve your business. Doing a SWOT analysis helps you to identify these things, and that can help you to then set your business apart from your competitors. And you can use this information to make more informed decisions and create that competitive advantage that we're all looking for. As a service-based business, you will most likely have many strengths that already set you apart from your competitors. Are you utilizing these strengths? That is one important question. And as we go through to today's session, you'll learn a bit more about how you can identify if you are or not. For example, you might have a really deep understanding of your industry a really unique approach to delivering your services, 
or you already might have a strong reputation within your community. By identifying your strengths, you can focus on what you do best and create a marketing strategy that emphasizes these strengths. But it's also important to identify and understand what your weaknesses are. And I know that as business owners, we don't always like to own up to weaknesses. We think that we should know it all, but there's real strength in identifying your weaknesses. Weaknesses refer to the internal factors that can really hinder the success of your business. So when we're identifying weaknesses, it's important to really just be honest and objective about these areas where your business needs that extra support and improvement. So I thought I'd give you some common examples that may help to clarify for you the weaknesses that I often see with with businesses in the service space. Um, So coaches, wellness-driven businesses, and other service-based businesses. And this isn't only applicable to service-based businesses. This information is applicable to any business. So the first thing that I've noticed is that there may be a lack of expertise. And this is okay. Whether that be you or a team member, you might be new to the industry. And so you still getting an understanding of where your business fits in, how it all works, how you provide your service, and how to utilize everything that you've studied and worked towards as you open this new business and go into this venture. So it is okay that this may be a weakness for you. My advice is to keep going, keep educating yourself, keep learning, keep an open mind. The second is limited resources. And, you know, this is a common thing too, where there may be limited resources in terms of finance, personnel, or even equipment. Say, for example, if you were a massage therapist and you're starting off, there's definitely key pieces of equipment that your business will need, like a good massage table, your oils that you're going to be using for massage, and a premises where is It's secure and comfortable for your clients. Now, you may not have all the furnishings and the reception desk and all of that from day one, and that's okay. Start with prioritizing on a list of what is essential and what is non-essential. And number three, in terms of weaknesses, can be a lack of brand recognition. And what I mean by this is that your business may not be well known. It doesn't have a strong reputation and people in the community in your area are not finding you because they don't really know that you exist. And again, this could be that you are new to business, so that's okay. But if you've been in business for a while and people are still not finding you, then as a weakness in here, you need to still start focusing on how you can get your name out there. The other important weakness that I've noticed is a dependence on one or a few clients. So you may be putting all your eggs in one basket with having this one client, 
that is bringing in the money for you right now. However, when it's just one client or a few clients, the risk is higher because your finances are all dependent on these few clients or the one. And so it's important to diversify and start working on growing the client numbers that you've got. And last but not least is outdated technology or processes. Now, I know you might be shaking your head and thinking, oh no, here we go with all the tech stuff. And it doesn't have to be difficult. It doesn't have to be convoluted. You can choose simple processes that will help to automate your business. For example, you could just integrate a online booking calendar onto your website. That will save you time from having to answer those phone calls. Excuse me, that's Tilly. You know she's always near me. To answer those phone calls in between clients. This way, where if it's automated and on your website, you can direct people to that and you can train your clients to use that booking portal to make those appointments. And it's also important to note that weaknesses are not necessarily a negative. They're simply areas where your business can improve. By identifying and addressing those weaknesses, you can create a more sustainable and successful business. So the next is O for opportunities. These are external factors that can help your business to grow. For example, those new technologies. You know me, me and technology, I love it because I find that it can make your life so much simpler when it's in place. So like I said, adding that online booking system or sending out automated emails for your onboarding process for clients. Imagine the time that it's going to save you if that's all done before somebody even rocks up for their appointment, whether that be in an online appointment or in person. You may even notice opportunities as shifts in consumer behavior start to become apparent. This can give you the chance to expand your offerings or services, and it can also give you that competitive edge by taking advantage of these things before your competitors do. And the last in the SWOT analysis is threats. This is the external factors that can harm your business. Now, we're not here to start to over-worry about the threats, but it's important that if you know what those threats are, you have the awareness and you then have the power to make changes to your business in order for those threats to be minimized. One of the most common types of threats is competition. Now, we all know that there's thousands of other businesses out there offering the same or similar services that you might have or products that you've got. It's how you set yourself apart that's going to be the key difference. A new competitor entering your market can really create a threat by increasing the competition for your customers. So think about that. This could make it harder for you to attract new customers or retain existing ones. For example, you might have a yoga studio and down the road, 
a new yoga studio has popped up and they're offering this amazing new yoga class that everybody's flocking into and it's gaining huge traction. And your clients have even started to question, well, should they be trying it out? So do you stop teaching yoga or do you adapt and find something new or position your business in a different way to a different audience? Those are all questions to think about as you identify those threats. Some of the threats also come in the form of pricing. Now, pricing is a big thing because it's not about being the cheapest necessarily. It's not about being the most expensive, or maybe it is because your service is top-notch and you want to be positioned as the best in your industry. So therefore, having that higher price may be the way that you position yourself. And this really will come down to understanding who your audience is. The other threat is innovation competition. So this is where competitors are the ones that are taking you know, those technologies that are coming on board and new processes and putting them in place so that their businesses are more automated and more streamlined. And the last threat that often comes up is the online competition. Yep, online is here to stay. So you either choose to run with it and make it work for you or run the risk of your competitors doing that. It's important to make sure that your presence online is there and that you are capturing the clients that you want through online digital marketing. So like I said, it's important to do the SWOT analysis for your business on a regular basis so that you can start to understand how it all fits in and start to be more strategic with your approach to your business and your planning for the year. A SWOT analysis can be really powerful and can really help you to create that competitive advantage and set yourself apart from your competitors. As a service-based owner, it's essential to invest the time in understanding the market and your business so that you can make better decisions and achieve your goals. So what are you going to be working on for your SWOT analysis? Shoot me a DM or an email and let me know. I'd love to hear. Until next week, to your success, my friend. Thank you for listening today. Like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. I hope you find value from today's episode. And remember, if you've got friends and colleagues looking for inspiration as they grow their business, share this podcast with them. Follow me on Instagram at Holistic Vision Consultancy or check out my website, holisticvision.com.au. Until next week, to your success, my friend.